Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. to the Hybrid Dive Podcast. This is your host, Dylan Scott, and I'm here today with a very strong man who's going to be competing at the East Regionals for Battle Bunker in about five days, Marshall Couples. So, Marshall, just checking in with you today, seeing how you're feeling five days out. You ready to compete this Saturday? I am. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Feeling good, feeling pumped up, feeling strong. Yeah, yeah. Good. For, particularly for that second workout that I saw on there, uh, it is going to be beneficial to somebody who can rep out some bench and deadlift. So hopefully you've had that in your training lately. Uh, yeah, more, more often lately than, than in more often lately. You know, previous sessions. So, so before we get, you know, into everything about what's coming up this weekend, the whole thing about the hybrid dive podcast is we kind of like to dive into people's background. Like where'd you come from? How'd you get to the sport? Um, and so for you, let's start back. At kind of the very beginning, when you you stepped into a sports arena as a kid, or what, what were the first things you were doing? Uh, it started with cross country um, for like junior high, high school. Okay. Uh, then into track, and then kind of stumbled my way off into the the cycling world. So, so with with cross country and track, what were you? I mean, what were your kind of events? Were you because now? I mean, you're fairly you're bigger, bulkier dude. I'm trying to figure out what happened between me and you. For I started with cross country and track and. I don't, nothing ever really changed. I've stayed this lanky. Uh, yeah. So were you, uh, um, built? when it started, um, I graduated high school at like 170 ish. Okay. So, um, I was always on the bigger end, even though I yeah. was, I considered myself a distance runner. Um, but the, the events I ran, uh, started with 1600, uh, yep. 800 and then, uh, they tried to put me in like pole vault and which it worked a little bit, but just wasn't my, my thing. Okay. Um, then moved up into the two mile race and then, uh, the four by four to, to end the night for the oh, track. The meet. So, yeah. The, the problem is that the, the six, the, the mile and the 800 are, if you know, anything about the track schedule, oh, yeah. they're like they're back to back. And then same with the two mile and, and the four by four. So, yeah. Um, I absolutely know. So I, I was like, when I ran, I did four by eight mile, 800, two mile. Um, uh -huh. so of course, you know, four by eights early on, then you go mile, then you have a short break, then yeah, you go yeah. two mile. And then it's like, you're just, you're wrecked by the end, like a four event night, by those oh, last yeah, yeah. couple of laps of the two mile, you're done. And so it's always funny. I mean, you would have seen as a four by four guy, how, especially on small teams, I don't know if you, uh, did you go to like a fairly small high school? Uh, yeah, till my junior year. So, okay. uh, I went to a little Christian private school in my hometown and I want to say they graduated. Um, I went to the bigger, uh, high school for my senior year, but gotcha. I, I think they graduated like 12 kids. 
Yeah, I'd say that's small. That's barely. That's barely enough. Did you have? Did that school compete in track and field, or did you compete with the bigger school? Uh, we competed against everybody. Um, I think now they've they've changed some of the rules to where they have like a yeah. private school league. Um, but okay. back then it was it was everybody. So four A, five A on down to we were class C. So and you're in how how old are you? I mean you can't mid thirties or thirties. Yeah, I'm thirty one now. Yeah, thirty one. So I was gonna say it's not like we're not that far apart. But uh, so I mean I remember we would have like in my hometown we have bigger schools that had you know graduating classes in the um thousands or yeah. close to. And then if we had a small Christian school, sometimes what would happen is they would actually come like race as a part of, you know, that bigger school's team. So they wouldn't field their own track and field team. Like they would come race under that team's name. So it's crazy to think that a, a field of 12 kids that you could even put a track team together. Yeah. We had uh, a four by four. Was it just we one didn't guy have ran all four legs? Was it just you? No, we, we spent a lot of time um, trying to get the baseball team, baseball, basketball team to come do our field events and uh, yeah. the sprints for us. Cause we just didn't have, we had the distance guys, but we didn't have anything else. And uh, the year I left that school was the year that the baseball coach said, all right, I'll give you my guys. And then they went on to win the state championship for track. Um, <laughs> well, my thing is, the, the, I'll give the you year my I guy. left. How, so. many, how many guys could the baseball team have given? One, I'll give you my guy. We got, we no. got one guy. He plays all positions. Yeah, we just we just needed a few uh, a few points in the field events, and we were set. Yeah. Which that year they ended up they figured out how to do it. So, uh, well, timing's not timing's good sometimes, <laughs> and then sometimes you know you leave, and next thing you know, there's a state championship happening at your school. But yep, for you, which one of those events? I mean, of course, you didn't like pole vaulting too much. Did you find that you enjoyed distance running, or were you like, yo, stick me in the four by four and let me rip? Um, I found. I enjoyed distance running for cross country. Okay. Um, so the the two mile was probably my favorite. Um, yeah. But I, I was also that kid that like, so cross country ended in November and then I didn't do a whole lot in between seasons. So the, the beginning of track season was like basically trying to get back in shape Okay. Um, throughout. So looking back, probably not the smartest approach to it, but back then not knowing any better, that's kind of how it played out. So um, I don't know. I, I kind of stumbled into that as well with, with, I guess, suffering better than everybody else around me. So, and I'm surprised so that I don't know, uh, you're in Louisiana. I don't know what their like athletic schedule is. I'm surprised you didn't find yourself wrestling in it, you know? So um, the region that I'm, or the area that I'm from, uh, yes. I live down by new Orleans now. So wrestling's okay. huge here. Gotcha. Um, originally from Alexandria, which is three hours North. And it's okay. just not non-existent. Oh, like, really? Yeah, no schools have wrestling. No, that would have been. That, um, that's exactly yeah. what I, I was thinking. I'm like, dude, see, you're telling me a guy who's, you know, kind of got a muscular build in, in high school and stuff and he suffers well. I'm like, oh, that's wrestling. Yeah. No, I just, it wasn't offered. Um, they asked me to play football for a number of years. And that's something, again, looking back, I wish I had done. But yeah. Um, you know, that that path I chose in high school got me to to this point, which is uh, I don't have any regrets about it. So that's a good way to be able to look back at things. Um, so so we go, you know, through track and field, we go through cross country. And you said you found your way into cycling. Yeah. So uh, I remember sitting down, I was watching uh, Lance Armstrong's last Tour de France went. And I said, you know, for whatever reason, I it just I was super interested 
And I said, if I ever found a team or something like that to race on, I would hang up running and, and just focus on that, which a few years later, uh, I did find and, uh, focused on that real hard for two or three seasons. Okay. Um, so road racing was my main yep. focus. Um, just mountain biking was like, just stay in shape over the winter and, and that kind of thing. Um, and then I went to work right outside of, or right after graduating high school, I uh, went to work for a railroad construction company. And it was like that we worked eight days, we were off six. Um, okay. So I just didn't have the time to to put in the cycling anymore. And that's when I walked into my first CrossFit gym. So, so, so during the cycling time, kind of what was your, what did the training look like for that kind of stuff? What was your specialty? What were you good at? Were you a sprinter? Did you pull guys? Like kind of, were you uh, lead man? I was kind of a, a jack of all trades, I guess. So, okay. um, I worked my way up through the rankings pretty, pretty quick. Um, I guess most known for my sprint at the end, yeah. but if there was a breakaway or something like that, then I could, I could hang with those guys too. Um, I, I was more often than not, I found myself, um, in the sprints though, that, that okay. I kind of excelled at. So just have to hang on till that last 30 seconds or so, and then empty the tank. So just try to try to catch a wheel and then go out wide and see what happens. That's it. That's it. I was, uh, I hope you don't end up just crashing. Oh yeah. It took a while to figure out how to navigate through the, the field to get to that point. But once I figured it out, it was, you know, that was kind of my thing. So, uh, and what was, so in doing that before we end up into the CrossFit portion, like what was training like for that kind of stuff? So I never, I bike a lot, but I've right. never been a part of a cycling team. I've never, I've done some group rides. I kind of know the tactics and stuff like that. I'll watch the sport, but from a training standpoint, never been a part of it. So what did they have you doing? Um, so I had a coach that Mondays was usually like a recovery spin. Um, just go out for an hour, no yeah. real pressure on the pedals, just kind of spin out the legs. Um, Tuesday night we had like a, I think it was 36 or 37 mile like course that we actually raced on. And Every Tuesday night, we'd show up at a little shopping center in town. We'd do like a 20-minute warm-up ride to get to like what we consider the start line. Yeah. And then uh, we'd race till we got back to that parking lot. And uh, my first – that was my first ever group ride. was like, oh, they ride on Tuesdays. I'll show up. Oh, and, Lord. Uh, I think they dropped me in the warm-up. Oh, that's and, fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I hated the feeling. Like, so – I think I didn't show up for like another month or so after that. And it's like, all right, I'm going to try this thing again and got a coach involved, uh, at that point. And, um, that was, that was that. So I, I kind of just like I do with everything else went head first, hundred percent all in, um, just to see what and, happens. And it, it kind of paid off. So, and so the uh, group of guys from that, like group ride on a Tuesday night, they were the ones that you ended up kind of, forming a team with yeah so it was called s3 racing okay um, and the the coach uh that i ended up working with was basically like the manager of that team okay that's and, right i was like how did those two dynamics play so i figured yeah yeah right, that makes so sense. the group well the group ride was open to anybody, anybody in the area that wanted to come out but the team kind of used that as their uh that was their race ride for the week yeah. or their big training day and then saturdays was like the long group ride. So we gotcha. had like a 60 mile, 
uh, we had a 30 mile group, 60 mile group, and then we'd go like 80 or a hundred, mm-hmm. um, for there's two or three of us that would go that distance depending on the time of year. Um, gotcha. so it, it wasn't, I guess the most organized, like, you know, Tuesdays and Saturdays was organized. Yeah. Every other day was just kind of a lot of training rides on my own. Okay. Um, just trying to put in miles where I could. So. Gotcha. 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 Just interesting to know, like what, you know, what kind of the training is for those particular sports. Um, right. Because I've never, like I said, never been a part of it. Figured there might be some similarities to the programming for any other endurance sport, mm-hmm. but it's still cool to, to dive into and see, all right, what was that like? So now you're working for a railroad company eight days a week. What are the shift hours on that? Uh, 12 hour day, 10, 10, 12 hour days, depending on um, what we're doing that day. Um, all weather conditions. And uh, I remember I started in uh, the Sand Hills in uh, Nebraska. So oh, joy. Coming, oh, yeah. Coming from Louisiana to Nebraska was uh, quite the experience. Now, I was what, 19, I think. And yeah. they I remember they dropped me off on the side of the track and told me to, to dig. I had to dig four feet out, six feet across, four feet in. I had to be like five feet deep. And uh, they dumped me with a pickaxe and a shovel. They're like, "All right, we'll be back at lunchtime." And that was that was my first experience on the railroad. So, <laughs> so they just dropped you out there and said, "Hey, we got a big hole, dig it, buddy." Oh yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. And so interesting, but, but you know. So I found that like so my first couple of jobs coming out of like high school and stuff were uh, they were all manual labor kind of kind of deals, you know whether I was working for, I worked for like a termite inspection company. So like my first day, I'm like, I'm in this crawl space where I've probably got maybe three inches between my head and the floor. And I'm just digging, like digging trenches, like spray for termites. And so those things, you look at it now and you're like, God, I'm so glad I'm not doing that for a living. Right. But you also kind of look back at them. It's like, that was a good experience. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool to struggle a little bit and be like, man, this is fucking hard. And like, there are people who this is day in, day out. And it gives really good perspective a little bit later on when you're like, those, those people on a daily basis are showing up and they're digging that four by six by four hole. And like, Mm -hmm. I think it's good to remember that when you get a little further down and you get a cushy job where sometimes you can ride a bike and talk to somebody. It's like, Hey, the thing that makes the world go round are the motherfuckers digging holes. Oh yeah. Yeah. My stepdad, uh, he actually got me hired on at that company. And, uh, he told me two or three days ago, he's actually going, not the same company, but, yeah. uh, he's decided to go back out there. So, um, I didn't catch I that. I, I, I missed the name. Who got you hired on out there? As my, my stepdad at the time, he was a gotcha. supervisor for that yep. company. And, um, I didn't have a whole lot of, you know, anything going for me outside of high school. I, I worked at the local bike shop. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, all right, you know, money sounds good. Um, travel, I didn't, you know, I lived at home, so yeah, travel sounded, sounded fun. And looking back it, it was, I did that for about a year and uh, I I enjoyed every minute of it. So, yeah. And I mean, like at that point, like you're saying, you know, it's hard work and stuff, but the, the levels of responsibility that you have outside of just that job are not that high. Right. So you, you do like, it's hard working, but at the end of the day, you're like, well, I'm done. Like you're not worried yeah. about having, you don't have a wife and a kid and all that kind of stuff to, to, you know, have other mental energy pushed towards. And then at the same time, you weren't 
were you still trying at any capacity to compete cycling wise or did you just go like this ain't gonna work uh, no I, I was still trying it's just that was such a time commitment just to get yeah. the miles necessary um i remember we'd work like 10 hour day and then i'd try to go run just to get something in <laughs> you feel uh, terrible about you yeah and i joined uh anytime fitness at the time because that they were kind of all over the place yeah uh so it, it if the town had one i was in there after every shift and it just i i eventually just got worn down on it It was like all right you know unfortunately i just don't have the time to to be good yeah. at it so yeah i mean it, there is like there are certain sports where there's a, a time commitment that you've just got to put in the miles and the hours and it's like so you've got like 24 hours in a day um right and your body's got to recover so yep. Or, or at some point, you're just kind of swinging away aimlessly. So you take that. We're like, all right, I can't make the time commitment for cycling. And that's how you get to CrossFit. Yeah. So um, about that time, my hometown opened the first CrossFit gym um, that I'd ever heard of. So okay. I walk in there. Um, my first workout um, it was like 12 minutes long. And I was dead. So I'm like, yeah. oh, man, like. Time commitment's my issue with working out right now. Like I can handle this. And then uh, I was in there two or three weeks and then somebody mentioned a competition. I was like, hold on, like you can be competitive with this kind of thing, which is I'm all about competition. So For sure. at that at that point, it was like, teach me everything I need to know. And this is what we're going to do. So and so when you came into there, I mean, your background has very little lifting in Um. From from right. what I mean, unless you were doing stuff on the side. So how long did it take for you to start to pick up um, some of the, you know, the fundamental movements for like Olympic lifts or just when you got up under a barbell, were you already strong? Uh, no, I mean, I could muscle the weight around, but it wasn't easy. Okay. Um, mobility was terrible. Uh, honestly, yeah. it's still it's still pretty bad depending on the movement I'm doing. Um, but it wasn't until three, four years into it that okay. I. I just said, I got another coach and we sat down and said, we're going to start from scratch, like okay. throw out everything we know and put me on, I think it was an eight week strength cycle. Okay. And then just from there, like we rebuilt my squat, everything. And at that point, when I really started to, to find, um, I guess the strength I have now that, okay. uh, I've, I've managed to, to hold on to throughout the years. So. And, and so tell me this. So I've got, I, I pulled up your CrossFit like profile and actually you filled out a decent amount on what your like lifts were, your workouts were. So let's yeah, see. That, I don't, I don't remember how old that thing is. I should probably uh, update it. Uh, so what are we at for a back squat now? And I'll tell you what you had on there. Uh, right now it's like 435, 440. Something All like right. That. You got 405 slated in. Yeah. Okay. So we had a 405 back squat. The one that impressed me the most was the max pull-ups. That was a crazy number, man. What's on there? Like 60? 65. 65. Yeah, yeah. So that's, a, that's strong. I, I can't do that now. Okay. Um, at the time, we were doing, uh, it was a charity, like little competition in-house type thing. We had some guys from out of town come in that were uh, super competitive. Like one was a games athlete, um, I think that year. Uh, so we did what is it? Angie, I think where it's a hundred pull-ups, okay. hundred sit-ups. Um, there's a couple other movements in there, but it's like four movements, a hundred reps each. Got we it. started on the pull-ups 
And I had this, this plan in my head. And when we got up there, I was like, all right, I'm not going to be the first guy to drop off this bar. And 65 pull-ups later, um, I dropped. It wasn't the first one, but I dropped. Um, the next week, I had like T-Rex arms. Just I couldn't. I was just <laughs> stove up. Like looking back, not the best decision, but that's where that number came from. And I've yeah, never done it before. It, never done any, it since. So any decision that gets you a PR is a good decision. You know what? Uh, unless, of course, it's like you know cheating. Then maybe in that case, not a great decision. Right, but right, right. If we've got sixty-five unbroken pull-ups and it gives you T-Rex arms, guess what? That's okay. Like there's so many, there, there's so many people who'll be like, yeah, I'll never do that, but they'll probably have T-Rex arms from something else. You at least have the 65 pull-ups to your name. Right. Right. So just, I was looking through those. And then the other thing as, as a runner, we'll go back to that real quick. Are you faster or slower than back in high school? Like, did you run well in high school? What was your 5k time like? Uh, so my five, my fastest 5k back then was 17 minutes. Okay. Um, my three mile time for cross country was 1620. So they ran three um, miles in Louisiana. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. That's one of the few states. So they do that. I believe Illinois does that. I have no idea why, like other states run the 5k, they run the three mile. Yeah. I don't know. It's Louisiana is different. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> right, um, right. Right. Louisiana is different. Um, so yeah, so they, you had on there like 1835. So you added all these different components of fitness. And I mean, what would you say? What are you running now? Your your mile time was what was Yeah, it, my five? mile time for Battle Bunker um was that like a I, month or so ago? It's like yeah, five nineteen. Pull that up. I think I had that right here. Let me see if the load will be. It was close to that. I believe it was what we have you at yep, five nineteen. Yeah. So high school I was running like mid four forties for the mile. Solid. Um that was also 40 pounds ago. So, um, yeah, but I mean, so what did you do for every, for every pound you put on, you lost like a second. Yeah. I guess that's a good way All to right, look at for, it. For so. every pound you put on, you lost like a second, but I guarantee you, you gained a lot in other like capacities. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm, you know, way more well-rounded and probably the best shape I've ever been in right now. So that's a good thing to be able to say at 31, there's a lot of people who, uh, they, they hit 31 and they are not in the best shape. They have been peaking right. for, you know, a decade. Right. So so we're in CrossFit. We decided, hey, I don't, I, I've got to retool everything. So now I've started to get really strong. And what was it that shifted to make you go, I want to try some hybrid racing? Like when did those start to show up on your radar? Um, so like I said, COVID, um, COVID happens and uh, gym shut down and I started uh, we had a 5k or no 10k that we had, I'd been training for just to okay. kind of see if I can go do it. I hadn't ran that yeah. far in years and, uh, it gets canceled, like kind of everything else. And I just kept running. It's like, well, I've got a couple weights and stuff in my garage, uh, try to keep some strength up, but my main thing was running at the time. Okay. And, uh, I got up to like, um, I remember I just went out, a friend of mine was running 20 miles every Saturday. I okay. Like, oh, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if I can do that. So I took out. Goal was twenty. Uh, Thirty miles later, I came back home and so you got um, lost. No, I yeah, just I just, I had this habit at the time of of I was like, all right, I'm going to run here. Yeah. Um, and then you got to get home somehow. Exactly. So 
you know, it was it was my only option, and I wasn't going to call somebody to come pick me up. So I understand that. Um, yeah, it's it's not you know you never want to have to be like oh man I got to call a ride like I've, oh, yeah. I've greatly misjudged this situation. And I mean to be fair, it happens to the best of us. I've done it before. I've misjudged a twenty mile run in September or like August in South Carolina. It'd be eight like ninety eight degrees, and I was like oh shit. Um, and I had to make a phone call and be like, yo, I'm not going to make it home. Like, I'm going to go tuck in the woods for a bit because I'm dehydrated. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, that, that was uh, that kind of led me to I was like, all right, like I kind of got my running legs back. Um, so is that your longest still, run? Longest run ever. Yeah. <laughs> so you just set out. You're like, hey, first run I'm going to do when I'm coming back, I'm going to go 30 miles and no, I'm never. Well, so on the first. Again. I'd been doing, I think I'd done like 15 or 16 one day before. Okay. All um, right. So you, you, okay. Yeah. It wasn't like I just out the door went for 30. Um, but it was, uh, still to this date, the, the longest I've done. Um, but high rocks kind of came across my radar for, uh, new Orleans. Okay. And COVID kind of, it canceled that thing too. Um, but it was still something I was interested in. Like I've got the the strength side. I can now run again. Yeah. So thought I'd, I'd throw my hat in there and see what happened. Didn't know anything about it. Um, other than it was coming to new Orleans. That was a three yep. hour drive for me. And, uh, like I said, it got canceled, which I kind of hung up the training for it for a little bit. And okay. then I was like, all right, like Dallas came around in 2021 Yep. Like, well, da- Dallas isn't terribly far. So signed up, um, thought I was prepared for it, and I was not. So, <laughs> Yeah, so that's where we crossed over. So that was my first race as well, racing out in Dallas. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, I even, I thought I was prepared for it, and I raced, like, well. But I don't know, nothing prepared me for the sled pull. Um, Dude, you still ran, like, if I remember right. You ran like 105 with an extra lap in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I ran an hour and 29 minutes and with nothing at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, they were short laps, so you would have been an hour and maybe 30 and a half. But still, like, yeah, it's a – and I'll say you've raced – how many have you raced since then? Like when was your last – what was your last Hot Rocks? Uh, so I did the GORUCK division in Houston this year. Oh, well, shit, that – Okay. What's the last one you did where you did put heavy things on yourself to do it? Um, Vegas last year. Okay. So Vegas last year. Have you noticed that it's gotten easier? Uh mentally I think it's it's easier. Okay. Um but with anything why. else, you know, you get whether it's the runs or you get more proficient in a station or whatever. Yeah. Um just the fact that you can kind of push yourself that much more there. Um I have noticed that I don't start feeling just like trash until like the wall balls or something like that. So um, I don't know if it's gotten easier for me, but it's definitely yeah. got, um, easier to, to kind of push through certain, you know, what's coming. Of it. you know, the pain is coming. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right. Yeah. So you don't, you know, the first time you hit, like for me, I mean, when I hit those sleds, they, I was like, Oh dear Lord. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I remember. I don't know if I'm going to finish. I remember that first race. I'm the same way. Like I get on the sled. And it doesn't budge. Yeah. And I remember looking across at you, you're moving it and you had your face on the sled. So like head through face <laughs> on the sled. And I was like, all right, 
if that dude can do it like this way, I'm going to try that way. And I, sometimes to this day, like you'll catch a picture of my face is down on the sled. So, dude, that's the can, only like, I mean, I can't speak for having much success at the last race I was at. You know, I just I had a bad day. But, man, I watched the person I learned it from was Robert Killian, to be honest. So I was watching. I didn't make it in the elite race. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to go watch the guys in that race that look kind of like me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. So we got Robert Killian. How the hell is he going to move this thing? So I watch him do this little like shoulder in lift up kind of technique and put his face on it. And unfortunately I think he strained his, uh, I think he strained his calf during that race and like didn't have a great day, but I watched that. And I immediately, I have like 15 minutes. I run back to the other room and I go to the practice area and I hit the sled a second time like him. I was like, Oh my goodness, we, we might have a chance, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so I take, I take that. I fully stole that from Robert Killian and he saved my butt that day. Well, look, if if I hadn't looked over and saw you doing it, I'd probably still be pushing that thing. So it's, <laughs> you'd be in Dallas at this moment. You'd be like, yep, two years later, two and a half years later, man, I had left. Man, that I, I've got a picture where I've got both hands on the handle and I'm, I took a knee behind the sled. And I was like, I do not know if I can finish this thing. But yeah. we got up and, and, and got the job done. So And so immediately kind of after finishing that, what were like – were your first thoughts when you finished like, man, I got to come back and do better? Or like, what what was it that hit you right off the bat? Uh, I started looking for the next one. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, all right. Like like you said, I know what to expect. Yeah. I know this is what I need to work on. And let's come back and, and see what happens. So um, since then, I, I've improved on everyone. Um, dabbled in the GORUCK. I really like that GORUCK division. I, I, I would hoping, think that that would be something that would play for you. Like, I haven't done it. How are the burpees with that damn rock on? Uh, I did the step up version. Okay, um, same here. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not bad. Burpees are generally my worst um, station anyway. Um, just I just don't enjoy it. So um, the go ruck vest is nice because you can loosen it up, but it still doesn't move around too much. So okay, um, even like on the runs and stuff, I was able to to get a full breath. Um, so really, I mean, other than the weight, they're I didn't notice too much of a difference. And it's 20 um, pounds that you're working with? 20 pound vest, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, 20 and 14 is how they Yeah, so like male female. Okay, same with, as same as Murph. Yeah, with that division though, the um the you're doing the open weights instead of pro weights. Gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. like the sleds, the farmer carry, um, it's all lighter. So you're saying that within the within the go ruck division, you're using the the lighter weight for the open. This will be the last question on this. How do the wall balls feel? Uh, surprisingly, they didn't feel a whole too much different. Yeah. What you're using the, the 14. Yeah. Um, it's a 14 pound ball instead of the, the 20. So, um, it's a, it's end of the race. Um, you know, you kind of empty what you got anyway. So, uh, for me, they, they didn't seem too much, uh, different, but, yeah. uh, they're, they're still, they still hurt. So, <laughs> so for that go rope race, what, uh, how did you finish for that? Like not just time, but overall, I feel like you'd be fairly competitive in that division. Yeah. Um, I won that, that race. Um, yeah. So that's fairly competitive. Yeah. It was, uh, man, they had more doubles running that day than they did okay. individuals. Um, but at that point it was kind of, I just looked at it as almost like a, uh, time trial kind of thing like yeah you know um i think they had maybe one or two 
guys doing the individual race, but I just tried to find those doubles guys throughout. And it's like, all right, just like, race for them. Yeah, this is kind of how we're going to do it and and see how it plays out. And thankfully, it worked. So um, I will well, I be mean, uh, this coming season. I plan to to kind of jump off a little bit more into that. So I'm not so, as fast as those uh, elite 15 guys, but Go Ruck may be. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, man. Uh, last Friday, I wasn't as fast as them either. I was, <laughs> I was watching. I had a, I had a great seat. Like I had awesome views. I was like, this is awesome. And, and I just, you know, I would just watch hey, Tom Hogan look. blow my doors off. Like you're, you're still in there though. Absolutely. And we'll make it a goal to be back there next year. Um, there you go. For so for you for the uh, Go Ruck stuff, if you want one that I think the only one that takes it a step up are the psychos who decided to race the Go Ruck Miami one, like in the sand. Yeah, so a um, friend of mine, uh, Katie Knight, ended up yeah. running that one. And she, uh, I saw her down there, and she said she was. I wasn't sure if she did, ended up doing it or not. Yeah, she did. Um, branded in the, the go-ruck boots and all. So, Oh, goodness. I'll tell you, that was not a fun race to race. And, and the last thing I would have wanted was an extra 20 pounds of a shirt on me. Like, Oh, yeah. I think uh, what Stephen Pitts ended up running that one, too. Um, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, dude, that weight vest with the the sand, no. The the amount of chafing that I would have endured, like my whole chest would have just been eaten up. I can't imagine. Do you say that? Like that Goruck vest is it's the nicest weight vest I've ever used. I've used a uh, like just Condor, real cheap plate yeah. carrier here. Um, that thing serious chafage, but that Goruck's like it's very nice. So, well, so this podcast is brought to you today by Goruck. Um, <laughs> I will say it, we're getting a ringing endorsement. So, you know, I do not have, I don't have a, a, a way vest or anything. So from what you're saying, if I'm going to buy one, I will go that route. Do I regret not, uh, not getting mine from Houston? Cause I, if you run that event, they offer you like a, a big discount discount. Yeah. And I, uh, actually gave mine to, uh, uh, Steven that day as well. So, um, I kind of looking back, I was like, man, that thing was nice. Like, it'd be nice to have now. But what well, sounds to me like with the future race plans, you'll, uh, oh, you'll, for you'll sure. Be, you'll be able to nab one. For sure. So, what we're going to talk about now is what's really coming up this weekend is Battle Bunker. Is you, you're coming in in the East Regional rank second right now. Um, yeah. That's, that's from what I saw. You're behind John Driscoll. Uh, do you know anything about John? Do you ever, do you follow him on anything? Have you seen his stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, on social media, but, uh, outside of Instagram, I've never met him. Um, obviously, we'll meet. Uh, be able to meet him Saturday, but yeah. he's got a uh, he's got a lot on his plate right now, dude. He does have a lot on his plate. Like I, he's he's always showing up on my TikTok pages. Like I see stuff from him all the time, and my dude's just hammering. He's like, all right, today to be it's like day two hundred ninety eight will be in the fittest man in the world. And you know right. you see that from people, and you're like, what is fittest man in the world? Shut the fuck up, bro. And then you watch him, and you're like. Well, he's well on it. Like he's doing the work. Like yeah. it's quite impressive the the amount of just overall athleticism he's got from mm -hmm. a powerlifting standpoint to being able to run marathons and like his even his he's got some some decent kind of CrossFit acting. Like he's not bad across the board. So I'll be interested to see him in this competition. Um, just like how does he how does he hold up on a big stage working out hard in front of other people? Yeah, I know he's uh I commented, he did a live feed, I think this morning okay. and I, I left the comment in there and, um, he says he's ready for it. He says it's, uh, it's his kind of competition. So, um, well, I, so I think, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. I think a lot of people are interested to see how he kind of strings the the three workouts together on the day. So yeah, well, I mean, if his volume is extremely high, like he does, then I mean, I don't see a three event kind of competition being a problem. Um, right. I know he's getting ready. I think he's like in a a pretty uh, pretty big calorie deficit for. I think he's got a bodybuilding show or something coming up. So we'll see if if the volume with that kind of plays into it but yeah either anytime, way, I mean, if he's i mean if he's doing any kind of cut for a bodybuilding show that's rough yeah it's rough yeah. to try to i mean if you're going in nutritionally depleted and also trying to do workouts like this that i mean they're gonna get glycolytic you're gonna like you're gonna blow through carbs and if you're dieting that's not yeah. gonna be uh not gonna be fun to deal with i've never i've never done that so i don't know how it you know how well, you feel um or how he feels but it should be interesting. So we'll see. I look forward to it. So of these three workouts, which one are you eyeing? And you're like, Hey, this is my, like, this is my bread and butter. And then which one, or are you looking at the whole thing and going, dude, if I just go steady, steady, steady across all three of these, it might just be the jack of all trades that I was as a cyclist that if I pull off here, I win. Yeah. Uh, I really like that, that yard work, that first event. Okay. Um, just cause it's, um, you know, who, who can suffer the most really. Um, and the, I like the strength portion in the middle, the bench isn't, uh, I've never been a big bench press guy, but, okay. um, I've, I've worked on it. Uh, the deadlift shouldn't be a problem. And then that, that last event is just kind of, uh, I still don't really have a strategy for it. Um, I don't, I don't know if anybody really does like, I, and I know, I was thinking there, I know Jimmy Hughes was slated to come down and he's a runner. Um, and like he might fare well in that, but I talked to him yesterday and he's like, yeah, I can't make it down. So I don't know who in the field has like the kind of legs that if they said, I'm just going to leave early and you're not going to catch me, like that's a tactic. Or do you find yourself playing the game of, I'm just going to try to sneak through every round as far as I can, just nipping people at the line, um, and play with fire. It's a yeah. I, I kind of hope there's at least one or two guys that kind of take it out early, and then yeah. you know just just hang on. Um, I know Caleb Yates had made a comment about that, like maybe just take it out early and and kind of like go back to that mile time trial kind of mentality of like just run as hard as I can as long as I can, and you know worst place I mean, you can do you know once everybody falls out if if you hung on long enough it shouldn't matter so. Yeah, it's fair. And also, whether it's a 200-meter loop or a 400-meter loop, I don't know if they clarify yeah, that we, yet. Yeah, we still don't know. Because um, that changes. We, yeah, yeah. Find I mean, out. Four, uh, yeah, two versus a four can really change. Like, somebody can burn for 30 seconds, but might not be able to burn for 60. Right, right, right. Like I said, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, um, that first couple laps, you kind of fill out the field, and, and I'm just going to wing that one. Um, okay. You know, I'll kind of – Honestly, I'll probably wing all three of them, but those first first three workouts should be good enough in my wheelhouse that yeah, um, I, I should be right there. So, Solid. so and I mean, like to be honest, there will be some people who will come in and they'll have like they'll have they have this strategy. I don't want to hit these splits for like each portion of those workouts. And and you and I, we have the same. I'm like, I'll just see how I feel. We're just gonna wing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's the end of the day after. Um, those deadlifts, uh, that I think that's going to play a little bit of a factor too. So uh, the deadlifts, those squats with that weight vest, 
going all the way back to that first workout, just, yeah. uh, I was doing some squats and, um, some running this morning in my vest yeah. and just that low back kind of gets tied on you. Uh, the legs don't I work mean, like, you know, it, it does. It, it hits you. If you don't do weighted running or anything like that, and a lot of just weighted high rep work, it does fatigue you in different ways. Yeah. Um, so, and particularly when it's like, Hey, now it's time to try to run fast. Well, if you've ever tried running fast when your hamstrings are blown up, good luck. Oh yeah. Yep. Good luck. Um, that you, you get barely any extension of your stride and you're just like, you're just gimping along. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it'll be the people who, the people who are, I mean, one, everybody who's gotten here is fit, you know, right. but it's who can handle the, uh, just the muscular fatigue of those first two events and then put themselves in a good place to hang on for dear life in that last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be, and I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, and for you, do you have, do you have like any goal placing? Is there anywhere in your head? Or are you just like, dude, I'm just here to work. Uh, I mean, top nine, you know, I want to go on. I was in California last year for the first, uh, battle bunker event. Yeah. Um, for sure. want to go back, but okay. I think this is the first event that I've gone into with a, um, I guess pretty confident that I can walk away with that first first place spot. Um, and if not, I should be pretty close to it. But at the end of the day, um, you know, as long as I'm I'm top nine, I'm happy. But what makes me even happier than that is beating Caleb Yates. So as long as see. yeah, as long as you that post- happens. <laughs> you posted the other day, I saw you posted the, you know, the workout, the row workout with everything, and, and you just had Caleb Yates tagged. I think you just said fear me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we had, uh, we had done that workout before and, uh, he had, he had said the same. So I was just returning the favor, but, um, yeah, that's you know, a good one. At, you know, top, top nine, I'd love to win it. Top nine's the, the, the big goal. Um, okay. and then, like I said, I can be, doesn't matter the placing as long as Caleb's a spot under me, I'm happy. So. All right. So top nine to be Caleb Yates. Those are the that's two it. goals this weekend for you. That's it. All right. Well, um, I mean, yeah, this is kind of touch base. We see how everything, you know, was leading up into this race. Figure out kind of where you came from. Do a little dive back in there, seeing how you progressed from the the cross country runner who went to a school that had, you know, maybe fifty kids total. Um, yeah. Into somebody who's competing to see if they can make their way out to California for a second time. Um, with that, man, do you have anybody you want to shout out? Any sponsors? Any family? Like, is there anything you'd like to say? I'll just give you an open floor. No, man, no sponsors. Uh, I do want to shout out. I know um, I told my son about this yesterday, and he's he's pretty excited about it. So, Jackson, uh, if you do watch this, um, shout out to you, buddy. Um, my wife for, for letting me do this crazy stuff, even though we have a six-year-old, and he keeps us pretty busy. Um, and then my, my 106 family, they, they know who they are. So Awesome, man. Your son, he's got a baseball game tonight, correct? Yeah, so um, t- tonight – Wednesday night. They play twice a week in their first place in their league right now. So, all right, man. Um, yep. Well, we'll be doing that I later. No, I said, get out there, hit some dingers, buddy. Yeah. How, uh, uh, you're a new dad, huh? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm a new dad. Uh, he's three and a half months. Um, yeah, he's doing great. He just, I took him to his first race yesterday. Um, so we went and dropped into a little deck a mile at, uh, and let me tell you, he was like wrapped up. My wife had like a couple of things covering his ears because the music was so loud. My man slept through everything. He slept through everything. Yep. I'm like, okay, he's a he's a certified gym baby. He's like, <laughs> yep. They just had music blasting, and he's like, couldn't care less. 
Yeah. Mine, uh, I wanted to bring mine to, to North Carolina with me, but those flights, man, they, they get yeah. expensive quick. So. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's awesome. I can't wait until, you know, my son gets to the point where he's out playing sports and I can go to his games. You know, yeah, it's, that's it's, gotta be an amazing feeling. Oh yeah. It's, it's for sure. He's, uh, he started when he was three, but yeah, he's, uh, he's six years old and, uh, like 70 pounds right now. So Did I see him. He, you post him a couple of times. Like he'll do some workouts with you. Won't he? He'll be in the gym. Oh, he loves it. Loves yeah. it. Um, yeah. So he wanted to come, um, one day we'll get him out to something. So awesome. Well, whenever you get him out to a race, make sure to flag me down. I want to tell the little man, hello. Um, hopefully we'll cross paths. You'll get to beat my son as well. And that's kind of the, it's the best thing about this fitness stuff. You start to build bonds with people all over the darn world. Um, yep. and it's all brought together by just little blood, sweat and tears. Oh yeah. That's, that's why I do it, man. And I'm, I'm super thankful to be, um, healthy enough and in a position that allows me to do so. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Marshall. Best of luck this weekend. I'll be looking out for it. And I'll chat with you later. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.